Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. A weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning and welcome to Morning Psalms and Prayer. It is Tuesday, August 4th. We begin with a collect from the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who is always more ready to hear than we to pray, and to give more than either we desire or deserve, pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are going right back to where we left off. We were in Psalm 40 yesterday. We will be in Psalm 41 today, and we're going to do all of the chapter. Hear the word of the Lord. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You not give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? And when one comes to see me, he utters empty words while his heart gathers iniquity. When he goes out, he tells it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. They imagine the worst for me. They say a deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me, and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout and triumph over me. But you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. This is a very interesting psalm. Other than the fact that it's more of the same, right? Uh, we've been here before. David is in trouble. David has more problems than I have brain cells, right? Uh, he has all kinds of issues. He just is constantly in some sort of trouble where he is fearing for his life and he's calling out to God. And while that seems to be the general theme, it's such a wonderful thing for us to remember, for us to remember that, that this is what we do when we're in trouble. We call out to God. We don't rest on ourselves, but instead we trust in him. And so we start out looking at verses 1 through 3. In verse 1, we see, Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You know, give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him in his sickbed. His illness, you restore him. In his illness, you restore him to full health. Well, David obviously is, starts out here saying, Blessed is the one who considers the poor. And that seems kind of out of place here. But where is David right now? His state of affairs is not good. If, if this is happening, uh, which we believe it is, when Absalom is trying to usurp his throne, uh, David is in a lot of trouble. Uh, not only is he poor, but we read here that he's sick. We, we are seeing that he's looking for God to take care of him, the Lord to protect his life, to not give him up to the will of his enemies. He, his enemies want him dead. They want, to, they want to take over the kingdom. They want to be in charge. But even when he's sick, he understands that the Lord sustains him on his sickbed and he's going to restore him to full health. Now, in, in, for most of these people, and even for us, right, what, what do we assume when we're sick or if we're sick and people are against us? We assume that somehow we've done something wrong and God is punishing us, right? That is where our minds naturally go. But yet David knows that even though he is sick, he is the Lord's anointed and, and he is 
the one who God will care for, that he is the one that God has ordained is on the throne, and so he will persevere. And we have to remember this as we look at this. David, David is going, so I didn't highlight these verses, but David has all these things that friends uh, are saying that he's, he's sick and wondering when he's going to die. They, they utter, utter, utter empty words, uh, wondering, uh, telling him, hey, we hope you get better, maybe something like that. But ultimately, they want his demise. David's in a bad state of affairs here. But what does David do? David does what David does. He trusts in the Lord. Verse 11 and 12, but I know that I, but I, this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout and triumph over me, but you have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. So David trusts that God is his salvation. He trusts that God is delighting in him and that his enemy will not be able to say, finally, he's gone or finally we've overtaken him. He says that he's going to be upheld by, because of his integrity and he has confidence that he will be in God's presence forever, forever. That is an amazing thing for David to have a confidence of because they didn't have a, a well-rounded doctrine of the resurrection as we do in the Old Testament. They, had, uh, they didn't have uh, the, the assurance of Christ's resurrection for them. They were looking forward to that promise. We talked about that on Sunday when we looked at Genesis, that, that the Old Testament saints were looking to the promise of God. And that's what David is doing here. But we also have to understand this. When we look at the Psalms, we have to understand that there's also a messianic sense in, in so many of the Psalms. They're pointing to Christ. Jesus was attacked by his enemies. They were wondering, when will this guy die? They were trying to overthrow him. But what happened? Just like it says in verse 11, God delighted in Christ. He did not let the enemy of sin, death, and hell triumph over him. He had integrity, and he's been set in the presence of the Lord forever. He's ascended to the right hand of the Father. These Psalms not only tell us something about David and give us important things to understand, but they point us to Christ. And because it points to Christ, we have a confidence here too. We know that God delights in us. Why? Because Christ died for us. We know that our enemies will not triumph over us because our greatest enemy is sin, death, and hell. And Christ has overcome them for us. So no matter what happens, no matter if we get sick or if, if we die of natural causes or, or just old age, we know that the enemy of death and hell will not overcome. We have that confidence that we have triumph over our enemies. And we know that we are upheld because not of our integrity, but because of the integrity of Christ. We have that perfect righteousness given to us as a gift. That's the great exchange of the gospel, right? That's what we trust in. Not our own righteousness, but in the righteousness of Christ given to us. The, the biblical language is imputed to us. And so we trust in that. And what do we know because of that? We know that he will set us in his presence forever. And so we have that confidence as we step out into the world each and every day. We have that confidence that because we are in Christ, we shall be saved. And so we need to tr trust in that hope. We need to trust that we have overcome because Christ overcome. We need to have the faith that David had, that God is faithful and God keeps his promises. And so may we be a people that trust in God's promise of salvation in Christ to us today and every day. Let us go to prayer. Merciful God, be gracious to us, O Lord, and heal us, for we daily sin against you. 
We know that you are holy and we are not. And because of this, we are in desperate need of your salvation. You have blessed us in Jesus Christ, and we bring you glory and praise for the work you accomplished for us in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. Today we pray for the proclamation of the gospel by the missionaries that our congregation supports in our country and all over the world. We pray that the message of Christ and him crucified would be proclaimed with clarity and wisdom. May the gospel be shared boldly with a sure trust that your spirit will be at work to bring people to faith and to grow them in that faith. Prepare the minds and hearts of those that you are sending these missionaries to, that the harvest might be plentiful according to your will. As we start another day, we pray that you would uphold us and strengthen us to live with integrity. We know that because of the salvation we have in Christ, we are set in your presence forever. And so we say with the psalmist, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. We bring you glory and praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, have yourself a very good Tuesday. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.